Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He is a good father, isn't he? Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles tonight to uh, Ephesians 2, verse 12. You know, I was uh, looking at, you know, so many times we look at, at words. You know, with me, God will get me to focus on a word. And because so often the, what the devil tries to do is take words of power and take the power out of them. When, when we take a word that's in the Bible that God put in there, a, a God word, which it's, if it's in the Bible, it's a God word, and, and we move it over into the man realm, right? We start, we start using it in our everyday life the same way the world uses it. Then, then we take the power out of it because it no longer does what God intended it to do. Amen? Um, you know, there's many words like that, but, but one that we're going to look at tonight is exactly hope. You know, Brother Moore's taught this for years, and, and I think even before we had church, I heard him teach it in a tape, that hope in the Bible is not the same as the hope the world talks about. The world, they talk about wishing. You know, I looked it up. Actually, I Googled it. I said, define, define hope. And one of the definitions was wish. Right? Because that's all it is for them. I sure hope it happens. But how many have said that? You know, I caught myself the other day saying that. But the key to that is I caught myself. We want to begin to catch ourselves as we say these things because what we're doing is you can't say it one way one time and say it another way one another time. we got to get rid of this other, right? Because we want to have faith in God's words. What God says they'll do, what God says they'll, they'll produce and, and have operate in your life will come to pass. They, they do work. What, what hope is is it's an expectation. It's an earnest expectation. It's not just it might happen. It's going to happen. Amen? Amen? Yes. It, it, it has already happened. I'm just waiting on it now. Yes. Right? It's, it is, it, you know, one, of the one, and the one that I like is a pleasant anticipation. Pleasant anticipation. Hope is a pleasant anticipation, an earnest expectation. And, and when we believe it that way, it changes the way we look at things. But before we were saved, we didn't have that hope. The world doesn't have that hope. That's what this verse is talking about. Look at Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Verse 12, it says that at that time you were without Christ. How many know people without Christ? No hope. There are no hope. Without Christ, zero hope. You can have the world kind of hope because you need to be wishing because ain't nothing else happening for you. Amen? Because you're, you are separated from God. Separation from God is the most hopeless place you can be. Amen? We don't ever want to put ourselves in that position. And, and you know, a lot of people say, well, you can never be separate. You can put things in between you and God that block what you, th- all you hope for. Condemnation is a, is a hope blocker. Right? Because now I'm not worthy to receive what I would have hoped for. There are, there, you know, people say, well, Christians, they can never be away from hope. Yeah, you can be away from a lot of things. I didn't say you could be out of, out of heaven. You could if you chose to be. But you could be separated from God. You could be, pull, you could put so many things in between you 
You know, people do that with business, right? The, the rich young ruler did it with money. There, there are a lot of things that can put things between us. Jesus came so that anything that ever was between us could be stripped away, could be broken down. Amen? And, and to bring us hope. But, but at this time, at one time, we were all this way. We were without Christ. We were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. In other words, we weren't Jewish, so that wasn't going to help us. Right? We were strangers from the covenants of promise, so we couldn't get hold of all the promises of God because we're aliens. We're not in the... We're not in the there's something that's keeping us that's between us and God. And when you're in that position, you're hopeless. You're hopeless. Your only expectation is not good. Right? You expect to walk out the door in the morning. You expect to go to work. You expect to do this, do that. You expect to get sick. You expect to have problems. You expect to die. That's your expectation when you don't know Christ. And it's not great joy in that. So you usually try to find a thousand and three other things to do to keep your mind off those things. But the truth of the matter is, no matter how many things you put in there, you don't have hope. Amen? So, so we're, 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 we're stripped from the promises, having no hope, no expectation of good, no pleasant anticipation. Amen? That's a bad thing. And without God in the world. That's a bad place to be. But, see, but God. Look at verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes far off were made near by the blood of Christ. The blood of Jesus brought hope to me and you. It brought hope, why? Because it brought you near to God. It brought you right to the throne. It brought you right into sonship, if you will. It brought us into a place where we could have hope. We could now have hope. It brought us, it, it made us heirs together with Christ. It, it made us, it made us heirs with, with Abraham. Right? And so, not only, not only do we get what Jesus got, we got what, the, what Abraham got. Well, we get it all. Well, we, we get the whole thing. We, we're not stuck with one thing, we get it all. Although, everything Jesus did is why we got everything Abraham did. Amen? But, but you receive those things the same way, by faith. By faith. You know how people just, they say, well, we just get grace. No, you, by faith is how you get grace. Amen? If it's, if it's just all grace, we don't even need to come to church. We don't need to do anything. We're just all going to go to heaven one day. That's not going to happen. Unfortunately, that's not going to happen. But, fortunately, by faith, everyone can receive that grace. And Jesus has torn down the very, very next verse. It says, for he is our peace. He has set us at one again with God. That word peace means to set at one again. He has put us back in to, to fellowship, to communication with God. No longer do we have to go around about, we have to hear it another way. We go straight to the throne of God and we can hear from the Father because we're his children now. He's brought us into the family. Amen? who's made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So what Jesus did was he said, you that have no hope, I'm bringing you hope. I'm giving you hope. You, 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 are, you can be saved and you can be saved unto a lively hope. 
Amen? And, and as you're saved to this hope, then you, then we begin to renew our mind because now hope no longer means what it meant before I got saved. Hope now is what can I expect? If you, if you have true Bible, true godly hope, now your expectation changes. Amen? We sing the song tonight, more than a conqueror. God called you more than a conqueror. What can you expect? Right? What can you hope for now? You can hope for, you can, you can have an expectation to be an overcomer, a more than a conqueror, a victor and not a victim. You can expect new things in your life. You can begin to expect the goodness of God to do things in your life and through your life that, that, that bless you and bless others. You can have a hope that the things that you see in the Word are now yours. Amen? And, And when we begin to have this hope, this expectation, this anticipation, then then it's not the same kind of thing. And and we've got to, we, we, you know, people say, well, I, I got faith. If, if you have faith, real faith, you can measure your faith by your hope. Amen? Because, you know, what's Brother Moore say? How, how could you tell if you're in faith? You'd be excited. Why would you be excited? Because you're expecting something. You'd have no reason to be excited unless you're expecting something. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen? It's the foundation for hope. It's the confidence that hope's confident in. Amen? Faith is the confidence of things hoped for. So it's, it's what hope is confident in. It's, the, it's believing, and hope says, it believes this, I can expect it. Amen? Your faith believes it, your hope expects it, your patience waits for it. Amen? And patience isn't sitting there tapping your watch. Amen? Patience is a born out of hope, and it is a cheerful endurance. Why is it cheerful? Because it's waiting until it comes. It's not a question of if it will come. It's a question of when. So how long will you wait? Until it comes. Right? Because why? Because they already said, you know, when I was a little kid... Uh, I think it was in the, when I was a kindergartner, my mom and dad forgot to pick me up from school. I don't remember it. They told me the story. I remember everything else about kid. I remember kindergarten. I remember my kindergarten girlfriend. Sent her the note. Do, do you like me? Yes or no? And she wrote yes. Yeah. Don't be jealous. You got the premium package. So. You won the prize. You got it right 37 years ago, and you're still going. <laughs> She's still looking. I got it right. Thank you, Lord. But I remember a lot of things about kindergarten, but I don't remember that day. You know why I don't remember? I stayed and waited for them right where they picked me up until even though they were late, they picked me up. Why? Because they told me they would pick me up. I never lost hope that they would come. Why? Because you always believe in your father. You always believe in your parents. If they tell you something, that's what's going to happen. Our Father God, by two things, He said, He said, I can't lie, and my promises are true. So I got two things here. If I tell you something, not only is it true, I can't lie. Amen. Amen? So, so how, can you have hope in that? Can you, can your expectation rest in that? Yeah, that's what Abraham's expectation rested in. That's what, that's why he hoped against hope. 
Amen? The world's hope, the, the hope that they say, hey, you're old, your wife's old, forget it. Your expectation should be no children. But the hope in God, that expectation said, you, your, your child will be the seed of many nations. And through your child, all the nations of the world shall be blessed. And that is where he hung his confidence, he hung his hope in that belief. He believed in that promise in a God that could not lie. Amen? So if the God that could not lie calls you more than a conqueror, doesn't matter what you're going through today, you're more than a conqueror. You need to find out what you can expect. If you're, if you're going through health issues, 1 Peter 2.24 says, By whose stripes ye were healed. You can be confident and hope in that scripture. You can hope to be healed. You can expect and grab hold of and anticipate health in your body. I don't care what's going on. You can anticipate health. And people say, well, I've done this. It, 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 did he ask the blind guy that he rubbed the mud? He said, what did you do to get blind? No. Jesus never asked anybody what they did to get how they were. Right? He's not asking you what you did to get... He already knows what you did, and you know what you did too. He is merciful and kind. He'll teach you after He heals you. Don't, don't, don't lose your hope over condemnation, over lack of works, over, over things that don't matter. Amen? Keep your hope. Because your hope is your expectation that your faith works. Amen? The, the confidence you have in the Word of God is what your hope is expecting. And when, and when you when you see 1 Peter 2.24, Psalm 107.20, sent His Word and He healed me. He sent His Word and healed me. I can, I can, I can have hope in that. Because He sent it. It's already done. I don't need, I don't need to, to, you know, because too many times we, we do this with our hope. Yeah, I believe it. I believe I receive. Now what I need to do. You, you just, hope doesn't, hope doesn't ask that question. Hope won't ask, why? Because it already believed the word from an unchanging God that cannot lie. So now it's just waiting. Patience now goes to work. Look at this verse. Let me send you to a verse here. Roman 8.25. Romans 8.25. Romans 8.24 says, We're saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope at all. Who hopes for what they see? Amen? I like this verse 25 because it explains what happens when you hope. It says, But if we hope for what we see not. In other words... If, if my body doesn't appear healed, but my expectation is healing. So I'm hoping for what I see not. And if I truly hope for what I, if I'm sure, truly expecting, anticipating, ex- earnestly expecting healing, then with patience, I'll wait for it. I won't look for what's happening. I won't look for another way. I won't ask God why. <laughs> Because if there's a why, then you just you just tested your own faith. You just put a barometer on your own faith. And, and we should do that. It says examine yourself, see if you be in the faith. We need to see what we can believe, 
where we can believe, what we can hook onto. Because there's times where God would say, go here, do this, go over here, see this person, use this, eat more salt. There's, there's a thousand things. He might, it could be very simple. Go see this specialist. He's got answers that you don't know about. He knows where you're at. Don't try to be where you're not. <laughs> Grow to where you where you want to be, but don't try to be there. Don't try to drive the car when you're five. You can't reach the pedals. But but try to reach sixteen. Amen. But hope all along. What can you expect? What can you expect? And as you as you as you grow in this, as we all grow in this, we need to look at the words and as we read them, we want to decide what can I expect? God said I'm more than a conqueror. I can expect to win today. See, that's why God said uh, we're, I think it was in First Peter he said, be ready to tell people what and give answer to the hope that lies within you. Because you're gonna look weird. Why? Because hope doesn't get worried. Why? Because it's expecting to receive. Everybody around you saying, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. The acorn hit little chicken in the head and the sky is falling. Oh, no, no, no. And you're not worried. Why? Because you're expecting conquering, victory, and good. Why? Because you can because God told you you can. Amen? And that's, that's what hope does. Hope, what we hope for, even if we don't see it, our, our patience, which is born out of our hope. Why? Because Why? it's with patience, it's going to get it. Right? It's going to get what you hoped for. Faith, and you can't separate faith and hope. You can't separate hope and patience because they work together. Amen? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. And so when you say he believed, that's the next thing. And, and then what he believed? Believed that he'd have it. And, and, and so your hope now expects that you believed and, and expects that the word that you believed, it's going to expect to happen now. And you're not going to get over that hope. Don't get over it. Amen? Let it grab hold of you to the point where you're waiting every day for your patience to bring that in. Why? Your patience is out there waiting on it. Amen? Your patience is out there looking, to is going to get what your hope is expecting. And, and as we believe these things, as we, as we look at these things, we keep looking through the Word. And, and, and you don't need more words than one because it only takes one promise from a God that can't lie. And, and those are the things we have to remember because when we ask Him another question, we're, we're, we're kind of assuming that the first word wasn't enough. I needed something more. We don't need something more. We need the one promise... From the God that cannot lie. That's all the promise that Abraham needed for Isaac to come to pass. It's all the promise for, that Abraham needed to, to take Isaac up on the hill to sacrifice him. The same promise that got him through that, the same hope that got him, that got Isaac into the world was the same hope, the same faith that he was using to sacrifice him if necessary and believe God to raise him from the dead. Because why? Because he already had a word. He had a word from God. He had something to have faith in. He had something for his hope to expect. And he could patiently wait for it. Right? And when you have those things, we can begin to change and renew our mind to the things of God. When we see something good in the word, say, I believe that. 
I'm expecting it. Why? Because it's His Word. It's Word. He revealed it to me. You know, you're, you're only going to... It's the truth you know that makes you free. It's not just... The, the, the Bible's full of truth that we don't all know yet. We're, we're gaining knowledge of His truth every day. We know the whole book is truth, but we only know what we know. We only understand what we understand. Right? And people say, oh, I don't understand that. Exactly. We only understand what we understand. And, and as we grow, we understand more. Amen? And, and as we grow in, in, in getting rid of the old hope, the old saying, the old, the old thought of, of what tr- hope is, we grab hold of what hope truly is. And when we grab hold of what hope truly is, then, then we gain, uh, we gain, we gain, I don't know how to say it. We gain in our faith the ability to receive. Because now we're expecting it. Right? It, it's not just that we have faith. Well, people say, I'll have, I, fa- I have faith all the time. Okay, so are, what are you expecting? It's not just, yes, have faith in God. Now what are you expecting? Have faith in, in the promise. Have faith in 1 Peter 2.24. Have faith in Psalm 107.20. Have faith in Philippians 4.19. Have faith in these things. But what are you expecting now? Are you looking for something more? Are you, are you reaching for, uh, for a different kind of hope? Or do you believe that this is what he said, he cannot lie, I receive it? And then, then when we begin to expect it, then our, our patience goes out and cheerfully waits for it. Cheerfully endures. Amen? Look at Romans 5, 15, 9. <clears throat> Romans 15.9, now the God of hope, we got a God of hope, a God of expectation, amen, and, and, and he will fill you, the God of expectation, did I say Romans 15.9, is that actually it, because I got something wrong in my Bible if I do, 15.13, how about that, I don't know why I got, oh I remember I had the whole thing in there, I thought that might take too long, 15.13, now the God of all hope, Fill you with all joy and peace in believing. What's he saying? The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in faith. Believing in faith. The joy and peace in faith. Why? Because you can't separate hope and faith. Hope won't work without faith. You can't have hope without faith. You wouldn't have anything to have confidence in. You wouldn't have anything for your hope to expect. Your faith gets what hope expects. Amen? And, and so... you. I don't want to say that wrong, but now the God of hope fill you all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope. What? In believing you may abound in hope. If you're believing, now you can abound in hope. Why? Because now you're believing. You're believing what? The promises of God, the truth of His Word. You've gotten a hold of who He is. You've got the joy, you've got the peace in knowing, and now you can receive from your faith. Your hope, abounding in hope, you are now reaching out, you're grabbing, you're expecting to get those things. The expectation to, to receive from God is paramount. And, and we can't let hope be that wish. We can't, oh, I sure hope so. Even if you say it with a smile, you can't say it that way. I sure hope so. No, it's not, it's not going to work. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be more than I sure wish. It's got to be, 
it's coming. You'll be the one that when everything, everybody around you is saying, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You'll say, the Lord will help us. He'll take care of us. He, I'm putting on my, my, my helmet of the hope of salvation today. And, and I'm looking through those eye holes right now. And, and it says I'm going to make it. It says I'm more than a conqueror. It says He gives me the victory. It says He meets all my need according to His riches and glory. It says by whose stripes I'm healed. The, the helmet, it's my safety. It's my security. It's my salvation. It's the hope of salvation every day, no matter what's going on. I remember when we were first doing Bible studies and, and we kind of got a hold of, of speaking to the weather. And Rick, he's not here tonight, but he was at work and there was a tornado. It was in Republic. There was a tornado close and everybody's going, everybody was running around saying, what do we do? What do we do? And Rick said, stand next to me because I'm going to be okay. His boast was in the Lord and he was rejoicing in hope. Amen. And, you know, and a lot of people say, well, that's presumptuous. No, it's not. We can, we can expect that. We can expect for the Lord to take care of us, to protect us. We can expect to speak to a storm and it dissipate. Jesus did it. If Jesus, you know how Jesus did it? By faith, expecting it to do, expecting it to happen. Huh? And it happened. That's how he did it. You know, people say, well, no, he just did it. No, that's how he did it. And that's how we do it. When by faith we expect and we receive what, we, what our faith believes and our hope expects. Amen? I, I was praying about this today and I was praying about getting what you hope for. And God says, you already have all you ever hoped for. Which is a true statement, but I don't have all that I want to hope for. So I'm going to hope for more. Amen? Because we do have all that we've hoped for. Because if we hoped for it, it says in, in, in Romans 5, hope makes not a shame. In other words, hope never disappoints, never disgraces, never turns it. It doesn't, if you truly hope, what you hoped is coming to pass. Amen? And, 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 you know, we through time too many times, you know, we, we put a time stamp on everything. You know, <laughs> time, time is, is always been our enemy because, because we think we're going to get too old to do something or it's going to take too long to do something or there's too many things that we, we let time. We have eternal life. Your, your time is unlimited. You have a limited time here, but your time is unlimited. And if you know Jesus, you truly have eternal life. You have eternal life. And it started the day, as Jody said, the day you met Jesus. And it has, it, it goes for perpetuity, if you will. That was very professional. Professor, professorish right there. It goes forever. Amen? And, and, and that's the thing. Our life in Christ goes forever. Our hope in Christ never fades. The, the, our faith, if we'll, if we'll step out by faith and not lose our hope. Think about what Peter did. He stepped out of the boat. He's walking on water. He looks around and he loses hope. I can't expect to do this. Nobody walks on the water. Look at the wind. Look at the waves. And so it becomes hopeless. What's hopeless? I can't do this. When you say I can't do it, now it's hopeless. 
I always told somebody, you're not sick until you say you're sick. It's not, it's not a question of the symptoms. It's not a question of the diagnosis. Don't call yourself sick. It says, let the sick say, I'm well. So you call yourself well. And then you can expect, because now you can hope in the word you just said, that you be well. Glory to God. Our expectation needs to reach out and meet our faith. And it needs to, it needs, they need to grab, it needs to grab hold of the confidence that your faith has in the promises of God and in the, in, in His ability to, to never lie. Th- those are, those are two things that you can count on every day of your life. You know, Kim talked about it today, just a few minutes ago. Every day, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen? God said, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The, the God that cannot lie and always tells the truth. His promises are true and He cannot lie. Glory to God. So every day, no matter what's going on, you, again, people could be going crazy and you could just stop and say, wait a second, my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It really doesn't matter what happens here. I got it made. But because I'm here... I'm going to get in faith that this happens. I'm going to put my expectation on this because God said He would take care of me. He said He'd be my well-timed help in a time of trouble. Amen? Then I'm going to ask of Him and I'm going to get wisdom. Why? Because if I, He said if I'll ask, I can have it. If I ask in faith, if I ask in faith, I can expect to get wisdom. See, you can never separate faith and hope. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Glory to God. We don't want to separate. We've separated them too much. I'm in faith, but I just don't know how God's going to do it. <laughs> you're not expecting anything. So we're getting exactly, and I've done this. I mean, you're like, okay, Lord, it says you meet all my needs according to your riches and glory. I just know you will. And then I call five people asking how I'm going to do it. Why well, quote the scripture? Right? You didn't have any confidence in it for your faith to expect. For your hope to expect. You had no faith for your hope to expect. And, and, and we, don't want to do, we don't want to get caught doing those things. Those are the things that will pull you away and pull you into, into, into worldly hope. And then you can just start saying, well, I sure hope it happens. Because you're just as good as it. Or wish upon a star. When I wish upon a star. You can wish all you want. Ain't going to happen. Amen? 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 1. I'm sorry, verse uh, 2. 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 2. Keeping it moving. We give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. This is Paul praying for the church at Thessalonica. Verse 2, verse 3. Remembering without what he's he's remembering this while he prays for him. Why would he remember this? Because he's remembering how they got to where they got. He's remembering how they get how they're going to get what they got. He said, "Remembering without ceasing your work of faith." You know, your work of faith is written that way, not your faith of work. Your work of faith. Because a lot of times we say we're going to get in faith, and then we look for what we need to do to make our faith work. See, we're trying to get our faith to work rather than the works of faith. You don't need to get your faith to work. Faith works by love. If you want to get your faith to work, start loving. It's real simple. You want your faith to work, start walking in love. Because the faith that works 
is the faith that receives and then begins to do what God told, tells it to do. It doesn't, it doesn't sit and worry about what it received or when it's going to receive. It's already received it. It says the work of faith, the labor of love, and the patience of hope. And I, and I like that word patience of hope because patience is born out of hope. So when we expect something, now our patience will go out and get it. Because it's born out of this hope. When you truly expect something, your patience will wait for it forever. That day I was sitting, I'll guarantee you, the reason that it didn't bother me and I didn't remember my mom and dad not picking me up is because it wasn't traumatic. Why wasn't it traumatic? Because I always believed they'd come. It ne- I, never, I never got concerned because so much time passed that they just weren't going to ever come get me again. Now, may have, if they had waited a while, I might have thought different. But I don't even know how late they were. But they weren't late enough for it to become tr- traumatic. How late does God got to be in your mind for it to come, become traumatic? You know, we, we've got this time clock that says it's got to be done by here. How many know God's always on time? He's always exactly where He needs to be doing what He needs to be doing, exactly when He needs to be doing it. And our time clock doesn't move Him. In fact, if anything, our time clock holds Him back. Because we get out of faith. Right? Because it didn't happen. Now you've got to go back, get in faith, to expect something. Amen? We don't want to go there. We want, we want to have patience and hope. We want, we want our patience, our, our cheerful endurance. Why is it cheerful? Because it knows it's going to end. Remember when you were a kid at Christmas? You guys didn't, I remember Christmas. It took forever. But I was cheerful no matter how long it took. Because why? Something good was going to happen. I knew no matter what happened throughout the whole year, we were going to have presents. Good things were going to happen. They had, I don't remember, we used to get the newspaper and it would start the 25 day countdown. And man, I'd look at that every day. I'd, I'd come home and I'd look in the paper, I'd see it every day. Cause I, I want, I, and then we get, when it got to the 24th, well, I'm still expecting the same way I was expecting on the first, I'm just more excited. That's the way we should be with the things of God. Every day we should get more excited because knowing that we're getting closer and closer and closer. It's coming. It cannot delay. It will be there. Yeah. And what did he say? And, and I mean, I'm quoting a verse and didn't even know it. Hebrews 10. He said, he said, How, you, you have need of patience. That after you've done the will of God, what have you done? You've believed the promise, you've, you've expected it by, but you've hoped in the, in, in expectation, and now by, you have need of patience to receive it. Don't quit. Your patience will keep your hope from fading. Amen? Your, your hope will keep your patience from fading. Why? Because it never quits expecting. If you never quit expecting, you'll never pull your patience back. The minute you quit expecting, you pull everything back. Amen? Amen. And we don't want to pull it. We we want our expectation. You know, when it talks about high hopes, we want our hopes so high that God would have to fail. He would literally have to fail for us not to receive what what we're hoping for. And that's never going to happen. Why? Because He can't fail. He can't lie, and His promises are true. Amen? Amen. We have something to hook our expectation to every day of the week. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. I like this. I like this. Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3. Verse 6. But Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house are we, we're the the house of Christ. We're we're a member of the household of Christ. That would be another thing you could remember every day. Right? My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and I'm a member of the household of Christ. Glory to God. Every day. It doesn't matter what else is going on. Why? Because it's just going to get better for you. It doesn't matter what's said. It doesn't matter how many acorns hit little chicken little in the head. The sky ain't falling for you. You're going to it. Yes. Amen. Amen. And and that and that's where that's where we gotta we've got to grab hold of these things and have that confidence, have that expectation that things are going to go well for us. That's why people are going to see us so differently. What is wrong with those people that not only do they think things are going to go well, they actually do. (laughs) Those people are so messed up. Yeah, messed up and taken care of. Messed up and bills are paid. Messed up and healed. Messed up and born again, going to heaven. Messed up and loving you. Amen? Best kind of messed up you could ever be. Whose house we are, if we, if we hold fast the confidence, the confidence is your faith, and the rejoicing of the hope. That word rejoicing means boasting. It, it means, and, and you know, it's not about being proud. It's about being sassy, if you will. My God takes care of me. You know, that's what Rick was doing when he said, sit next to me because I'm going to be okay. You know, I, I don't know that everything's scriptural about that. We were young. But I, I think he was right that day. Guess what? They, they were okay. And a tornado did go through Republic. But they were okay. You know, people say, well, it just didn't hit them. <laughs> Why didn't it just hit them? Because he didn't expect it to. Yeah. He expected to be taken care of. Yeah. Amen? It's not what you don't expect. It's what you expect. Hope is not not expecting something. Hope is expecting something. Amen? It says, and if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of hope, how long? Until the end. And, you know, and we look at that and we see until the end, until I die. No, until you get the result that you were, right? That's what the end is. What's the end result of hope? Receiving what you hope for. That's the end. So what are you hoping for? If I'm hoping that I'll conquer this, then when I conquer it, then I've received my hope. Amen? That, that's, and wh- how long do I have to I hold fast until that happens? How long do you hold fast until that happens? How long do you talk right until that happens? How long do you say right words? Do you quote the promise? Do you, do you, and I'm not just saying quote the promise, the promise you know. The truth you know will make you free. Amen? And as you know that truth, you begin to you begin to set on it and you say, you know, God can't lie. God's never lied. Everything he ever said came to pass. And on the flip side of that, everything the devil ever said was a lie. Right? He's the one that calls you sick. God said, I call you well. I call you healed. I call you strong. 
That's what God calls us. We just need to expect that. If God calls you strong, what can you expect to be? You can expect to be strong. You can hope for strength. Amen? Because God said you can be. And He called you that. Amen? Glory to God. Where was I at? Firm unto the end. Until we've, until we've obtained what we expected, until we receive victory. Our bat, our ball, we play not nine innings, we play till we win. Right? It doesn't even look like, if it looks like you're losing, just keep playing. Right, and that's the key to that's the key to this whole thing. Expectation should never stop. It only stops when you stop believing because now it has nothing to expect. Amen. And so if we don't stop, if we hold fast to the confidence, then we never lose what we expect. And if we never lose what we expect, we'll, we'll wait till it comes. Why? Because now your patience is at work, and I'm telling you right now, patience is patient. That's what it's born to do. It, 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 patience does what patience does. You know, people say, see, that's another word that's been messed up by the world. Because they want you to think patience is enduring some little kid beating a ruler on your head or something. How long can you take it before you snap? Patience is not that at all. Patience isn't how long you can wait. Patience will wait as long as it needs. Patience is patience. I mean, it, it'll wait, and if you'll let it, it'll, it'll, it will get it. Joyfully get it. Amen? That's a good thing. Glory to God. You know, it, you know when we believe the Word, think, think about Paul when he was on the boat and the ship that was in the hurricane, and all hope was lost. Chapter 27, and there came, there came a verse where it says, it came to a place where all hope that we'd be saved was lost. And then Paul gets a word from God. He gets a word from God, and he said, well, here, I think I've even got it. I think I wrote it in here somewhere. Yeah, right here, 27. Verse 23, uh, 27, 23, he said, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. What's he, what's he doing? He, he's, he's reminding himself and everyone else and the devil who he is. Amen? That, that's the number one thing. If you, gotta, if you know who you are, remember <laughs> Ramsey says, Dad, if you don't know who you are, the devil will deceive you. She got it. If you don't know who you are in Christ, the devil will deceive you. She got it from Commander Kelly. Yeah. Well, those are really old ones too. Amen. But if you know who you are in Christ, you stand up and you say it. And he said, say, and then he said, he said that the, the angel of the Lord stood up and he said this, fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar and lo, God hath given thee all that sail with thee. So now he's got a word from God. So what's he got? He's got something to believe. Now he's got something to believe. Now he's got hope. All hope was lost, but now all hope was found. And why? Because he just brought it. They may not understand what's going on. They probably didn't understand. They probably said, man, Paul's weird. But you know, we don't have any other hope. Right? They didn't have anything else going for them. Paul had a word and confidence. He stood up and he said, this is what he said, and I believe it will happen just as it was said. What's he saying? I'm expecting exactly what I believe. That, that's rejoicing in hope. 
That's boasting in the Lord. That's, 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 that's saying, you know what? The devil thought he was going to kill us. God already had an assignment for me. That couldn't happen. Yeah. Amen? That could not happen. So I'm going on, and, we, and good news, you all get to go with me. That's the mercy of God right there. He could have just said, I'm going to save you, Paul, but they're not. They, they should have listened to you. But see, God's got to love. Think about all those people, everything those people saw that were on that boat. They saw him get bit. They saw, they saw him, they saw him, they saw the king get healed. They saw great, they saw people get saved. And they probably got saved. Amen. They saw some neat things. All because Paul chose to believe. He said, wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told to me. He got a word. He had confidence. He, he, he believed it. Amen. He said, I'm expecting this. Why? Because now he has a word. He has something to expect. Until you have that word, you've got nothing to expect. Amen? But once you've got that word, the promises of God, they're unfailing. Why? Because he can't lie. So once you've got that, you've got truth that makes free. Amen? So you're about to be free. And you can, you can count on that. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let's do one more and then we'll close up. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hebrews 10, 22. <clears throat> Hebrews 10, 22 says, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Full assurance. Faith is the substance, the full assurance of things hoped for. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Faith is the certainty, the confidence of things hoped for. So have the full assurance of faith. Glory to God. There's another verse in there that talks about the full assurance of hope. We won't go backwards. We'll stop at this one. It says, having the full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. And this is the only place that I found in the New Testament where that word faith is exactly equal to hope. It is the exact same word. So literally what he's saying is let us hold fast to the profession of our hope. Why? Because hope professes. Hope speaks. Hope talks. Hope acts. Hope hope doesn't get worried. It doesn't get nervous. Why? It's confident in what God said. It's confident in the faith that it's that it's standing in. Amen? And in standing in that faith, it's receiving on that behalf. It's receiving because God said this and He can't lie. He, he said, I'll be, I'll be okay. He said, He said, you'll all be saved. I receive that. I expect that to happen just the way it was said. I expect 1 Peter 2.24 to happen just the way it's said. It doesn't say, I will be healed. It says, I were healed. So I expect healing to be at work in my body right now. Amen? We can expect that. These are the things we want to get a hold of, and we want to begin to expect them. As the Lord reveals them to your spirit, begin to expect victory. Begin to expect health and life. Begin to expect wisdom. Begin to expect the promises of God. Begin to expect the things that He shows you. When you see something in the Word, it's not time to say, oh, wow. Say, yeah, I do see that. 
I believe it and I expect it now. Amen. Amen? God said that and he's speaking it to me. I expect it. I expect to be prosperous every day of my life. I expect that he desires that I prosper and be in health every day. I expect those things to be happening in my life. And, 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 and say it in the daytime. Do just what we're talking about. What's going on? The sky's falling. My name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Right? I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm of the household of Christ. Amen? It'll change the perspective. People may think, yeah, he's weird. Yeah, he's weird and he's saved. He's weird and he's safe. He's weird and he's healed. He's weird and he's rescued. Glory to God. That's okay, I'll be weird. Weird's good. Amen? Because, because if that's what it takes to expect from God's Word, that's, He is so happy when we expect from Him and then our patience goes to work and receives exactly what we expected. You know, sometimes patience may take a minute. Sometimes it may take days. Sometimes it may take months. How many have believed for something for years? What if you hadn't believed for it? Right. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Time's passing no matter what you're doing. Start expecting. And don't stop. Don't stop because it seems like it's been too long. It's never been too long. You're still here. And if you weren't here, you're getting everything and more that you ever expected. Glory to God. We serve a good God. He desires us to have things, and He desires us to hold fast to our profession of hope, our profession of faith, our earnest expectation without wavering. Don't waver off. If you expect it, stay on it. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Don't let him talk you into something different. He's sneaky, and instead of trying to talk you out of it, he'll try to get you to go another way. Stay the way. Stay, stay with the course that God puts you on, and, and because he's the one that can't lie. His is the word that's true. You can't go wrong believing that. Amen? You can't go wrong expecting that. People say, well, it's been so long. I've been, I've been believing. No, it, you, it's been so long are already words of unexpe- uh, unexpectation. You quit expecting because it's been long. And you're questioning hope. You're questioning faith. We don't want to question hope and faith. We want to hold on to it and hold on to the profession. Every time our mind tries to question it, every time our head gets out there a little bit ahead of us. I told Kim last night, I said, we need to be head weak and heart strong. Because our head thinks stupid things. And our heart knows truth. Amen? And that's where we want to go. Our head looks at the world and says, wow, that looks good. Our heart looks at it and says, that's not good. Because why? It knows the goodness of God. It knows real good. Amen? Glory to God. Stand to your feet. I don't know where I was going with that, but that's a good place to close. Thank you, Lord. I'm expecting good things. I'm expecting great things, amen? amen? Because we got we serve a great God, a great big God that does great big things. And He's already given us promises, great and precious promises, that by faith that we would receive these things. And if we'll expect to have those things every day of our life, every day, wake up. And if you feel your expectations a little low, raise it up. Remind yourself who you are, remind yourself what He said, and remind yourself who He is. The God that cannot lie. The God that holds true to everything He's ever said. Glory to God. You guys got a song? I've got the 